the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, we are back. Guess what? Judge denies L.A. County's request to stop Grace Community Church from gathering. Uh, John MacArthur and Grace Community Church have been stellar in setting the model for a lot of our churches in California. Very sad. I don't want to go down a diatribe on that. But Christians uh, are making it very clear that they have no idea what's going on with local pastors. They have no idea what's going on with pastors across this state, not opening up, not doing something to demonstrate not only the freedom of, of uh, assembly and freedom to worship, but to do it in a prudent way, but also to challenge the unconstitutionality of our, our governor and, uh, and, 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 and the counties that basically are arbitrarily uh, determining who should gather when and where, and they have unduly attacked the churches on that level. Uh, I quote, a judge on Tuesday rejected a Los Angeles County attempt to temporarily bar a large church in Sun Valley from holding indoor worship services where hundreds of unmasked congregants have gathered uh, over the last five Sundays. The decision is the latest in a legal battle between the county and Grace Community Church, which has continued to hold services despite state and county health orders prohibiting indoor worship services. The county was seeking a temporary restraining order barring the indoor gatherings until a hearing on, prelim- uh, on a preliminary injunction September 4th. It is deeply disappointing that the court decided not to grant the county's request for a temporary restraining order prohibiting Grace Community Church from holding indoor services, county officials said in a statement. We look forward to a favorable ruling when a full hearing is heard on the matter. The church and its attorneys celebrated Tuesday's victory, which extends a streak of favorable rulings. We look forward to fully vindicating our clients' constitutionally protected rights in subsequent proceedings for this important case, said Paul John, one of the church's attorneys. The, uh, the county's lawsuit was filed August 12th, uh, and it has actually been losing that battle significantly uh, to, uh, to Grace Community Church. And if you guys were to go online and to, uh, to, to watch the celebration and the cohesion and the unity uh, and the bond, and this is the part that bothers me about people of faith, uh, the bond that actual gathering together brings, the actual presence of the Spirit of God, the deep and profound affirmation of exercising a vital faith, uh, the need to understand when you are dealing with uh, a governmental intrusion that exceeds the parameters of constitutional rights and sometimes the necessity to challenge it. Um, we have been opening for a while as well, and God has been exceedingly good to us. We exercise measures of, uh, 
of, uh, of social distancing. We check temperatures and people wear masks, but that's also voluntary on our part because we actually believe that there is uh, less fear to be had around the COVID virus at the level in which our politics and our media is utilizing it to control the masses the way that they are doing. And John and uh, Grace Community are setting a great example of a body of believers choosing to worship God in the context of constitutional freedoms with uh, a robust faith that I'm sure says if they were to experience the contraction of the virus, that would be a volitional choice on their part based upon a right to gather, not based upon being uh, cajoled or, or punished or fined if they do, uh, which is a conditioning tactic on the part of the state. Sad, sad, sad in many different ways. But I, I, I really want to encourage you, if you're a professing believer, uh, really examine yourself. What if the governor told you you couldn't gather for another two years? And there's no scientific evidence that suggests that we are in any real substantial problem. Death rates are going way down. Contractions are, are marginal, but the death rate is almost nil. Uh, and if people use just a measure of wisdom as they gather, we should be continuing in the radical, robust, overt witness of the grace of God in the, uh, in the gathering of the people of God, in the physical, visible worship of the saints of the living God. I mean, if the government can get you to capitulate on an ethereal concept of science like the virus, what else can it get you to capitulate on as the church of the living God? Now, I know that you're not going to hear much talk about this in terms of churches because they're just silent. They're just silent. This silence is really, um, is really sad. I mean, these are opportunities for you to use wisdom, but also to exercise faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It is not anti-science. It is trans-science. There's a lot of things that science doesn't know. We know a ton of buffoonery uh, um, um, advocations and uh, assertions and policies in the medical uh, industry, in the medical field that we know just don't correspond with science. And they're filled with all sorts of internal conflicts among themselves as to how a, a proper protocol should be engaged. There are states all across America that are wide open and they're going about business as normal. Why would we in California, uh, as well as New York and a few others, be the only ones holding out, ruining people's lives, destroying uh, uh, businesses, the economy, and things of that nature because we are one of the leftist states that's moving massively into a deeper, profoundly more significant socialist-slash-communist model. You may not believe it, but you'll look up five years from now and you'll say, you know what, PJ was right. It's just true. I've got to take a break. When I come back, we'll pick up the phone lines. Got two lines open, one 367 5329 Love to hear from you on the Monday edition, one 367 5329 I'll be right back. All right, we are back. The time is 621. We've got about 30 minutes. 
Let's go to line number two and talk. With, let me see here. Ooh, okay. Let's go to line number four and talk with JB from uh, Ronan Park. JB, are you there? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I can. What's going on, man? Uh, uh, appreciate you, bro, for one. Yep. Uh, secondly, um, it's kind of not fair because you give us, like, so much to think about and talk about that we it's hard to, like, hammer it out in just, like, a minute. But I'm going to try and be as concise as I can, okay? Sure. So, um, we'll, we'll work it through. Okay, cool. Um, man, these are crazy times. <laughs> And uh, enough has happened in 2020 to just kind of uh, make your head spin. But I appreciate uh, the word that I keep hearing. I hear from you. I hear from a lot of people. I just want to keep saying it again is that our God is sovereign. And uh, no matter what's coming at us, no matter what, you know, because sometimes we get off balance, I think. If we just I look do, at, like, what's going on with... Um, you know, political situation. Like, I'm up here in the fires right now, man. I'm like 10, 12 miles right. from the fires. Um, right. And this is like fifth year in a row. And then it's mm. like, um, but I just want to remind all my brothers and sisters out there, yo, God is sovereign. Our God is sovereign. Okay? So just stop and, and, and focus on that. And then I agree with you also, bro, that... Say again? So, yeah, so tell me, man, I, I, you're up in Ronan Park. I know Ronan Park well. One of my elders... Um, lived lived up in that area, and you're right, man. You guys have been in 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 the heat. I mean, like uh, for a number of years now, we've we've been having to pray for you guys because uh, just the way the fires and stuff is going on. What's the basic attitude up there with people? What's the what's the tenor of people's uh, interaction up there, man? Is it is it is it is it trepidation? Is it fear? Is it concern? Are they being aloof? Are they going about life as normal? Can you talk to them about God? What's going on up there? Uh, all of the above, bro. <laughs> you wow. know, wow. all of the above. It really depends on uh, your attitude. Um, on one hand, it's about the community together in a lot of ways, which has been cool. Okay. Uh, and the okay. church has been, um, it's about the Sonoma County Church real tight, and that's cool. Um, cool. And we've given us an opportunity through crisis. You know, crisis always affords the church opportunities to uh to be a witness for 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 god to, because we got hope amen and in the spite of it all so it's like you know god will you know and again i want to say that and in, in, in spite of all this chaos man that's going on it's like god i want to say this but oh, man i i wish i had more time with you bro but um give me a little bit just give me a little bit that's all i need is a little bit okay okay so in the book of acts like, I want to I wanna echo so many of your thoughts, but in the book of Acts, uh, Paul's talking to, I forget who, it might be in Athens, but uh, he says that um, God determines in his sovereignty the exact times and places for which yep. we um, will be born. And I yep. just want to remind everybody about that, meditate on that, because sometimes, you know, we're, we're, we're maybe, uh, and I get tempted, man, I'm looking for the exit door sometimes. I'm like, man, well, God, what's going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm out of right. here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. But um, right. I want to remind that God in his sovereignty put us here for these times and, um, and to be uh, salt and light to be his representatives during these times. But um, we also have uh, a big responsibility. These are all points that you 
you've um, you've you've nailed, and that's we we our ultimate identity is in Christ, and we have to be that has to be our very center, you know. Amen. Um, because Amen. Uh, that way we, you know, it's the safest place to be for one. Yeah. And it also dictates the the rest of the layers of our identity, whether it's you know whatever our our, our, our other beliefs might be. But I also right. want to say, um, again, trying to be concise here, bro. Given the time, given the time, you're doing fine. You're doing fine, man. Bro, you're doing fine. Um, I mean, I could talk to you about so many different things, but did you hear, bro? I mean, because I don't watch the news, I, I stay unplugged from. I stopped watching TV and all this other kind of thing. Uh, because it'll make that's you insane. Pretty that's, that's pretty make you insane. I, I can hear you. Uh-huh. And uh, I think that what we need to meditate on uh, repeat, repeatedly is the truth. That, right. that's, that's what we need to meditate on. That's what, that's what our conversation should be. That's what we should be rehearsing to each other, not all these other things, unless it is in light of what is true. But uh, real quick, right. though, did you happen to know that uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, changed their website? Oh yeah, I, I know about that. I, I, you know what I do, man. Me, me, and, me and my guys at our church were very. Uh, we've been in front of this stuff for a long time, and we've talked about it. We've actually taught it extensively. I have personally exposing yeah. Yeah. Black Lives Matter for being Marxist in its origin, pagan in its expression. Because when they go out and do rallies and things of that nature, when you hear them saying say her name or say his name or say their name this is a pagan ritual that comes out of african ancestor worship and these folks don't even know that they are being uh, engaging in a kind of necromancy or calling up of spirits which is explicitly forbidden in the word of god but all of this happens when people are blinded uh, by the lust of the flesh and when their identity is rooted in politics or in their uh, skin color rather than in Christ. But yeah, they pulled down their very explicit Marxist agenda, anti-patriarchal, anti-heteronormative uh, uh, hostility, because all of that's part of your, your uh, systemic racism, your, it's all about your, you know, critical race theory argumentation. They pulled it down, uh, JB, because they understood that this would be hurtful for um, for Joe Biden because they have been supporting him. They want him to get in because he's a Manchurian, Manchurian candidate. He's an empty, hollow individual, unfortunately, and they would be able to actually implement some of their very atrocious policies relative to uh, destroying uh, the foundations of, uh, of, of freedom, liberty, uh, freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, freedom, freedom to bear arms, everything that's necessary for a country to uh, keep itself from being overrun, but they pulled it down strategically and changed the model there, and I'm sure you saw it, to where it it didn't say anything substantially different. It just cut out all of the glaring, very Marxist, very uh, anti-male uh, uh, lingo that would have been virtue signaling for everybody that's been trapped by that false narrative. But you know what? I expect them to do that because that's what Marx did. He played every trick in the book in order to manipulate people into uh, becoming uh, a comrade, and that's part of the ploy. So, yeah, we, we caught it. Uh, what say ye about that before I let you go? Uh, well, I, I want to make uh, – now I could talk again for a long time, but I'll make one more point on that a little bit. 
that has to do with thinking well, like you've been talking about, man. I've been listening to you for a, a, a while, okay? Got and it. I got some other people listening to you, too, just to let you know. So, and I think a lot of the audience is tapping people on the shoulder and say, hey, yo, you, I heard a man last week saying support Pastor Jesse, you know, because um, uh, he's, he's keeping it real. So, and you yeah. are, and thank you. So, but last point, man, um, when Paul went to Berea, um, it, it described, the book act describes the Bereans, and this is all from my brothers and sisters in Christ out there, uh, as more noble character. And yeah. the mark of that noble character was that they listened and they, and they received what Paul had to say, but they didn't just go, oh, yeah, 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 and nod their head and, and agree, but they verified it. So yep. it's it's noble for yeah. us to listen to where people are coming from, and that, and I apply that man not just, especially to the scriptures 100. percent But yeah. I don't see any reason why we as you know the Bible has so much to say about being uh, like you said prudent, discerning, wise. We should be listening very carefully, I think, to to people, but verifying what they say is true, and and that goes for COVID. That goes for, um, uh, you know, the, yeah. the, the worst faith movement. That goes for yeah. uh, the talking heads on, on uh, your mainstream media. That goes yeah. for even people who we love in our own family who say, you know, well, you know, you're born into either a Republican or a Democratic family, so that's what you are. And I would say, man, God has given you your own mind, and uh, we're yeah. stewards of our own mind, and God yeah. has given you the, the beauty of your own mind, so let him take it to its zenith and ask him for wisdom, and be like the Bereans, and be more of noble character. So, man, God bless man, you, bro. Look, man, you hit, you hit it on the head, JB. I'm telling you, man, I'm proud of you. This is the kind of Christian we're going to have to be if we're going to help the world. Bless you, man. I've got to take a break. Two lines open, one 367 I'm going to actually expand on what JB said, one 367 we will be right back. Uh, and we're back. The time is 6.37 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gitzgan. Uh, JB from Ronan Park was talking about what we are doing at Grace. Uh, if, you, if you aren't in a very disciplined and rich Bible study, uh, we have been in one since the whole COVID thing. I started the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ back in January, and we are in the 13th, 14th, 15th chapter. I'm dealing with the bold judges now. Uh, we teach on Tuesday night, 6.30, Wednesday night, 6.30, and then Friday night. Uh, I'm explaining the book of Revelation in a radically Christocentric way with an application to the church. I don't teach it through the prism of an eschatological grid. I don't think that the book of Revelation was ever meant to be employed just as fodder for someone's preconceived eschatological system. And it's been helpful to people to actually uh, listen to difficult passages get interpreted in the context of both history and scripture. Uh, and if you want to be challenged, I guarantee you, you will be challenged uh, to know uh, how the book unfolds in the supremacy of the rule of Christ through his church to the world 
Uh, and those studies are, again, on Tuesday at 6.30, Wednesday at 6.30, Friday at 6.30. And I am preaching on Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in the morning, and you are welcome to join us, too, because we've been having a healthy turnout. We have people inside, and we have people outside because uh, we have that option if you want to watch on a big screen outside with people who love uh, to uh, be immersed in vitamin D. Uh, drink some water, bring your own water. It's been a great time, even in the midst of this COVID activity. But what Sean was saying, before, I mean, sorry, JB, before I go to Shauna, what JB was saying is so absolutely important. You and I must be discerning Christians. I don't get it where Christians just uh, lapdog in uh, just the, the diet of a political system left or right without being discerning, without being critical, and without being biased toward the Bible. Do you know that the Bible teaches that all mankind outside of Christ in an unregenerate state are biased? You know, you've heard, uh, you know, Robin D'Angelo assert that all white people are biased against black people. That's a false narrative, but I'll tell you what a true narrative is. Mankind outside of Christ is biased against God. Mankind outside of Christ is biased against God. That is, the carnal mind is enmity against God. It neither knows God nor can it keep God's law. And as a consequence, all men are liars. So if you really want to deal with the problem that's going on in our country, we need to actually start with identifying it for what it is and that sin and then dealing with that sin in our own heart by uh, the solution that God renders to that sin problem, which is Jesus Christ, and then by the power of the gospel in your own transformed life, you and I move into those moral imperatives that correspond with what it means to be a new creature in Christ and thus walk away from what is being advocated on the left in terms of uh, a culture of death, a redefining of our humanity, a perversion of uh, the marriage bed, and many things like that. And we need to be having that discussion. We need to, uh, as Christians, be able to talk to our uh, unsaved loved ones, our unbelieving loved ones, about why they hold the worldview that they do. We can do it in love. Um, if you disagree with me, that doesn't mean you don't love me. Uh, you may not even know me, and you might very well help hate me, but that has nothing to do with the truth. The truth is a matter of what is provably uh, determined to be right based upon what our criterion uh, is for what constitutes truth or what we would even think is uh, proper and right to us. That has to be brought into the form of dialogue and discussion. You have to take your views and make them available for people to critique them. If people on the left believe that abortion is right, bring it to the table and let's have a dialogue and determine whether or not uh, killing the baby in the womb is not murder. We can have that debate. If you want to talk about, you know, the uh, gender identity uh, syndrome that's going on with whether or not you can determine that you are a boy when you were actually biologically born a girl or vice versa or the whole spectrum of gender identity, let's talk about whether that is rational whether or not that is empirically sound, whether that is biologically and ontologically even possible. Let's talk about whether or not you're operating out of a sound prism of epistemology or are you operating out of a postmodern irrationalism that basically defines things in an unrealistic way. This, these things we can talk about and we can determine whether we are adopting a society that's going insane 
or whether or not we are adopting a society that is getting better, more wiser, more prudent, more careful, more legitimately charitable, or are we moving into the dark ages, regressing instead of progressing? Because I can tell you, a lot of the manifestations that are taking on these new identity politic terms is nothing but old Canaanite behavior that God said does not cause a society to thrive. Let's go to line number two, line number two, and talk with Mark from San Jose. Mark, are you there? I am. And, uh, you know, in late August, the CDC came out with a revised figure of, figure of COVID deaths and basically admitted that they were lying to us 94% of the time. And uh, they said, okay, okay, it's 6% of COVID actual deaths, you know, they were counting heart attack, murder, parachute, car accident, motorcycle accident, which is totally unfair. This thing is a hoax. Folks, take your mask off. Number two, get a copy of Harbinger 2 by Jonathan Kahn. I've read a lot of books in my, my life, Jesse, a lot of them, and good books, great books. This book right. came out this right. month, and you gotta, you got to get this book. I don't I know already, how many already, of your I, listeners, Mark. what's that? Mark, I already I, I do I do not advocate Jonathan Cohn. Now, I am so glad you brought up the COVID thing. We probably want to expand on that one next week. In fact, let's do that. Uh, let's talk about the the error, fallacy, and mistakes. Not the mistakes, the intentional padding of the books that has taken place since the beginning of this COVID thing, where they have assigned deaths to being COVID when we know. Actually, the doctors know this, the nurses know this, like virtually everybody knows this, Mark, besides the people who lapdog the media numbers. Uh, they know that they have padded this thing significantly to where the numbers don't even remotely bear resemblance to the reality. Having said that, and I really want to expand that topic, um, COVID is real, people have died, people get sick, there's no doubt about it, we don't want to assert that. What we want to simply assert is, is that the way they have uh, brought this thing about politically, socially, uh, governmentally is really wrong. It's a travesty of justice because it has imposed upon us uh, policies that are contrary to our constitutional rights. And this is why we're glad that John MacArthur has spearheaded opposing it because uh, this is just the first step in the oppressed the oppression system of the left wanting to, if you will, take away the rights of people on the right. There's no doubt about that. But I don't mean to be, you know, dissing uh, Cone, but Cone is a sensationalist. He's in the same vein, unfortunately, with John Hagee and the rest of them in, in many ways. I, I know he's exciting. I know he said a lot, but he's made a lot of prophetic assertions about what has happened in 9-11 here and there. Very sensationalist, Mark. I'm surprised that you would be uh, advocating him. I really am. Well, I am, and uh, it's a great book, but you won't let me talk on it, so let's change to Judge Barrett. Judge Barrett is not a good choice because she's for uh, forced uh, vaccinations. And uh, forced vaccinations are very... Hold on, hold on, hold on. What is she? Yeah, she is on InfoWars. She was on yesterday, and uh, believe me, InfoWars is spot on on everything. And she's for forced vaccinations. I don't know, you know, there's another, there's a better right, judge than her. All right, so, so, Mark, 
Mark, Mark yeah. do me a favor because this is new. All right, so here's what I want you to do. I got to take a break. I want you to, we're going to talk about this one um, uh, Monday. InfoWars Info is far from right on everything. But we're going to talk about this one on Monday because I want to actually unpack uh, this new Supreme Court justice, and I want to find out whether what you're saying about her is true about forced vaccines, because that's the next big one we got to deal with. I got to take a break. Shauna, I'll close out with you after the break. So we're going to talk about that one next week, Mark. Uh, you, you, you get your data. I'm going to get my data. We'll talk about it early on, because I want to find out whether or not what you stated about this Supreme Court justice, because she's stellar in terms of her record of uh on court, and so far as I'm concerned, I think that Trump made a good choice out of her. But if she's talking about forcing vaccines, then she's out of her lane. I'll be right back. All right, let's go to Shauna in Oakland on line number three. Shauna, are you there? Yes. Hi, Pastor Jesse. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for your patience. We've got a few minutes to go. What's your thoughts today? So I just wanted to piggyback on some of the comments that you um, said about people um, engaging in topics of debate and discussion regarding various issues. And one thing that this is more of a comment or observation than anything else um, that I've come to realize in the past few weeks is, one, people aren't informed. Um, And so when you want to have those discussions, um, even if it's for your own edification, you can't. And the thing that brought that home for me was last week I was out working out with my sister, and I was telling her I was working through the propositions that are on the ballot for California, and there was one right. that I was struggling with, like I'm not sure which way I want to come down. And we just had this discussion, and it helped me flesh out my views. It helped me hear someone else's views. But that's very rare now that you have someone that you can even talk to, whether you're on the same side or not, to flush out your views. Um, that was my first observation. And uh, in, in related to that, the second observation is, is that when you do get into a discussion with someone that may have some uh, views on certain things, it gets hyper-emotional, um, and no. you can't have a, even a passionate debate. I don't have a problem with having a passionate debate with someone. Um, you used to could do that and then get up, walk away, and we're still friends or we're still this, and you don't have these personal attacks against people. And so it, it's very difficult whether you're dealing on the one hand with someone not informed or you're dealing with someone that's super emotional, and nine times out of ten they're not informed as well to, you know, strike this balance. Um, And one thing that I've been doing on a person-by-person level is, um, especially with people who aren't as informed, is just sitting down and having a face-to-face conversation, not always doing it through text or social media or whatever, but really just getting together and having a conversation and going back and forth. And what I found is that people are are willing to listen. They may not agree, but they'll say, you know, I'm going to go back and look at what you said, or I'm going to go back and dig into this some more um, so we can talk about this further. Um, and that's encouraging as well, that there are a lot of people out there that, 
that just don't know and will listen and go back and look. They're not going to necessarily agree, but let me go back and look. So those are just my few observations that I've come across the past few weeks. Right. No, and, and all of them are valid, and they are central to the general consensus of behavior that occurs with, um, with people across the board. Let's start for a moment with the emotional one. The persons that are largely given to an emotional response to any kind of critique of their position um, are what Jonathan Haidt said was the coddling of the conscience. You know Jonathan Haidt if you're following some of the intellectuals I've been, I've been sharing with you guys at, at, at Grace. Uh, he's a very sound uh, uh, psychologist, uh, uh, child psychologist, uh, behavioral psychologist, and he's talked about how Americans have been actually lulled into and trained into fragility of conscience fragility of mind where they don't have a strong enough constitution to be able to handle debate, that when you challenge them on their views, they begin to break down emotionally. They are very fragile. And this is what this whole social justice agenda, as you know, has taught our kids in college to be emotional instead of rational. And this is poured over to adults, too. Adults are very much well, what you're seeing in the streets, Shauna, is nothing but a bunch of children rather than having a dialogue, a radically sound adult-like conversation over political differences, social differences, ideological differences, what have you. They'd rather uh, protest, cry out, and tear things up. This is your tantrum mode um, that people who are not willing to put their positions on the line will do. And so on a micro level, when you meet people on the street or relatives start acting like that, uh, basically what they are saying is, I am not open to being critiqued. And that's a sad reality. But then the ones that are, what we have to do, and I'm really advocating this as members of Grace, that we have to continue being uh, proactive, assertive, and, uh, and, and apologetic in a more strategic way like you're doing Basically, try to listen to them long enough to discover where their weaknesses are and then offer data, offer resources, give them just piecemeal of things that maybe will spur them on to go do the research, and then ask them if we can take up that conversation after they have done the research to see whether or not they are noble people, like J.D. said, because you're not getting a lot of noble people today. You've got people that are on the left and people that are on the right and, uh, and the twain will never have a healthy dialogue until they get off the pump cart, uh, you know, pump cart of, of plantation politics and start dealing with things on a level of factual, verifiable, reasonable uh, discourse. Until we get back to that which our founding fathers have called us to do, um, <clears throat> we're going to have a hard time getting along with our relatives uh, uh, on any level when it comes to these matters, but we got to keep trying. We just got to keep trying because we have no other option. That's what the first century Christians did, uh, and that's how the gospel spreads, by conversation and dialogue, uh, until we are able to uh, be used by the Spirit of God to convince men and women that Jesus Christ is the answer to all these problems. So thank you for the call. Um, we've come up toward the end of our program. I don't hear the music yet, but I suppose I will. It's 658. Glad to have you guys all on. Looking forward to chatting with you again on next Monday as well. Again, if you want to be uh, <clears throat> influenced by 
sound doctrine and a uh, challenging study of the book of Revelation, 630, grace-bible.com, 630 Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Sunday morning, grace-bible.com is to catch us on our uh, live stream program. Um, I really enjoy what we're doing. I'm praying that we would move in a better direction in the weeks and months and years to come, uh, but we are not going to buy into a false narrative. We shall not follow a multitude to do evil. The word has been right. The word is right, and it will continue to be right. No pun intended. 